family part two as i watch nationalities of people all over the world i'm amazed at the violent disrespect of human life from torture and maiming to bombing and killing humans are a vicious creation and our quest to have dominion will do anything anything to gain power we will sell people, use people, abuse people, manipulate people, coerce people, and even deceive people in our pursuit of dominance. We have sacrificed our greatest commodity, y'all, ourselves. Somewhere along the way, we've forgotten that whatever we have or enjoy was intuitively created by a person made in God's image. God put a thought or an idea in the mind of some person somewhere so that our lives would be just a little bit easier or a little better. Whatever their color, whatever their background, whatever their perspective, people were originally made in the image of a holy God. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. That distinction doesn't belong to any other creature except human beings, whatever we do has a divine overtone to it, if you will, because in the Garden of Eden, God gave Adam the distinction of naming all the animals he created. So whatever we do has the possibility of carrying eternal significance or an eternal weight of possible glory or shame. That's why we should be careful how we label and treat one another. I'm watching this show called Somebody Feed Feel on Netflix. It's a it's a feel good show about a guy who travels the world visiting different cultures, enjoying their food everywhere he goes. He says, this is one of the best things I ever ate. You, you should come here and try it. There's this expression on his face that makes you want to just jump through the TV and give it a shot each time. I watch I'm transported to some new place and I'm reminded of our shared humanity. His willingness to embrace their food makes them a community. The need to eat, laugh, love, and be loved. For me, it is a wonderful expose on what could happen if we didn't start our relationships with criticism and judgments. If we could experience a person as the gift they were created to be rather than the box we've made for them. What an amazing life we would all live. Sure, sure, we would, we, you know, we'd have some problems. Yeah, problem spots, but but what a journey. What a journey. You know, I can remember eating cabbage and corned beef for the first time. I was at a at the home of a friend who happened to be a native German. I had never had the dish, but I like cabbage and I like beef, so what did I have to lose? I didn't understand the corned beef part, but I figured it would be okay because it came from a cow, so I guess it'd be all right. <clears throat> See, to contribute to that experience, I told him, I said, well, man, <clears throat> You make the corned beef and cabbage, and I'll cook some hot water cornbread, a recipe my mama taught me. And in that moment, y'all, we blended cultures around our shared need, which was food, fellowship, and friendship. We drank red Kool-Aid and enjoyed the wonder of being at table together, both his family and mine. It was a day I will always remember. Um, I often ask the question, why won't Christians work harder at being more Christ-like in our interactions? And the answer comes back to me. It's easier not to. Um, I agree. It's easier to be whoever you are in the shell you were created in. If you're not an extrovert, <clears throat> if you're not the kind of person who naturally doesn't meet a stranger, building relationships can be difficult because it's easier to do the opposite and justify it. While I 
celebrate the wonder of our individuality. We must work harder at being the body of Christ for the sake of what we were called to accomplish in God. Our mission is to shine, season, and share. We are to shine for Jesus, season every place with the love of Jesus, and share the gospel of Jesus. As I said last week, it is an, it's, it's not an us or them. It is a we the people. I used to sing a song in a family variety show that said, I'm proud to be an American, where well, at least I know I'm free. Song by Lee Greenwood. He said, I, he said, I won't forget the men who died and gave that right to me. I'll gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. It's a wonderful place, this country we live in. What we are as Americans is a collective. Many people from all walks of life participating in a historical experiment to see if the many can become one and survive. To some degree, that's what we are in Christ. Many people from all walks of life participating in a decision by an all-encompassing God to be his hands, legs, and feet in the world in hopes of saving it from itself. However, we are not an experiment. We are his church bought with a price on an old rugged cross. He did it through love. God so loved the world that he gave. He gave up what he was in order to become what we are. Change starts with giving, whether that is giving up something or giving over to something. Change starts with loving someone enough to give. Give them your ear because they might need you to listen. Your time because they might need you to be present. Your influence because they might need for you to speak up on their behalf. Your insight because you might have the answer to their dilemma. Your empathy because you might be able to understand what they're going through or your learning because you have already walked the road they are beginning to travel. If there is any problem America needs to deal with, it is our incessant preoccupation with individuality. I get it. I, I really do. I get it. We are uniquely who we are, but sometimes it is our individuality that keeps us from being family. We look, feel, and see the world so differently that we forget we were all created in the image of God for his glory. Not our glory, but his glory. Tears are tears and pain is pain. The laughter of a child is just as joyful in any color. When Jesus died, he did not do it for us to separate. He did it so that we might be one. If we can remember our shared humanity, the gospel can do its job. If we can remember that everybody needs to be loved, the gospel will work in any situation. If we can remember that we are his people and not our own, the gospel will save us all. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church, Indian Trail, Marshfield, North Carolina. And you've been listening to Soul Food.